Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast, Two Twenties. Hello, it's good to be back. <laughs> welcome back, Charlie, from all of us here at Two Twenties. <laughs> Hi, this it feels nice to be back recording. Are you nervous? I I am a little bit actually. I'm like, wait, I don't even know how to do this. Do we still have chemistry? Who knows? I know. I know. <laughs> maybe maybe everyone liked the um, Tegan and Em more. I know. I will. I mean, I've had a few podcast guests the past couple of weeks. So. Yes. In all honesty, though, so happy to have you back. Yeah. Um, it's been a minute and we will get into, Charlie will give you the rundown on everything that's happened. We'll do a full story time because I feel like it can be quite helpful um, for other mums and because pretty much our little story that went down, it could have ended very, very differently for our family. 100%. It's quite a scary thought. So I definitely want to share share it and and hopefully I can help someone and we have so many mums that listen so honestly it'll yeah so we'll give you the rundown on that um today's episode though is all about um health and fitness getting back into health and fitness after having time off or whatever if you're having a break or you're just the motivation is lacking or whatever which Um, we both mentioned to each other we went through a bit of a rut Um, Obviously, me having everything that went on, I didn't exercise one bit for like nearly three weeks. I know when I messaged you about it, you said that you were in the same sort of position. Yeah, well, we were going to do this a couple of weeks ago before anything even happened with Bambi and we were both in that Mm. mindset. I just came back from Hawaii and I was just not in routine. I wasn't the Mm. weather. Coming back to the cold weather, the rainy weather, it just makes you not motivated. And then everything happened with Bambi and you guys getting sick and it's put you back even further in the kind health and fitness area because you've just been kind of in survival mode for sure and it's it's all round health and fitness not just going to the gym like no just like wellness ridiculous like uh, like yeah our mental state as well so this episode could have not come at a better time I think I started getting back into it last week so I'm like just starting and I feel like I could probably talk about it more rather than... Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. I've only just started getting back into it as well. And last week was hard, to be honest. All this past week has been hard because of this weather. I've got a dead leg. My leg's (laughs) getting... So we're recording somewhere different today. We're recording at Abby's place. Yes. And we've got like little cosy blankets on the floor, but we're not sitting on chairs, so I'm not getting the circulation. <laughs> I, when I recorded with Em last week, I stopped recording and my leg, I couldn't feel it. And you know, oh. pins and needles are so painful sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so just have a little stretch here and there. You're going to need it. Quite cosy though. <laughs> um, but tell me how your week was, your weekend. So last weekend was actually really good. We had a bit of a... Way. <laughs> yeah, we had a bit of a wholesome weekend with you, um, Bambi and I. Did the, the trek to Bondi? Yeah, the big old trek. <laughs> the, no, not the trek, but um, yeah, we came we came over this way and we had coffees and baby chinos and had a little shop. I didn't buy anything and then I actually really regretted it and I still <laughs> really want them. To be fair, it was pouring rain. Oh, yeah. It's been the <laughs> worst day. Like, trying to, like... It's been pouring rain forever, though. Walk around Bondi yeah. with a baby, with a pram. It's pouring rain. There was a lot, a lot of, a lot going on, but thank you for coming out. Um, we nice. honestly had such a nice, like it was really Wholesome. nice because I hadn't seen Charlie obviously um, because she's been with Bambi in and out of hospital and I just wanted to catch up. Bambi was in such a good mood too. Like she was just thriving. She, well, as I, as I've been saying, I feel like because she was so unwell, she's grateful. She's, yeah. she's been writing out her gratitude. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's a grateful little baby. Honestly, that that would be it. Like she'd just be like, "Wow, I don't feel like absolute shit anymore." Yeah. So this is so give me a baby Chino. Is, life is good. <laughs> um, no, but I think it's so important that we still continue to do like things together because a lot of the time we're spending together now. We're working. We're recording. Yeah. So it's nice to just take us. I don't even think we talked about work at all. No, and that's why I messaged you. I said I would really love to see you this weekend. Mm. I understand if things are a bit hectic, but you mm. know, before we go into recording next week, I'd love to just yeah catch up. It's just straight back into it. Yeah. Um. But how was your weekend? Um, my week was good. Um. Obviously, I saw Charlie and Bambi, and yeah, it honestly just like it was so nice to see Bambi in high spirits and you in high mm-hmm. spirits because as we'll get into. You you worried me there for a bit. I was mm. quite concerned about you, Bambi, Josh, and everything. But um, I went out to dinner on Saturday night with Emerson and Teagues, and then um, that turned into a me going out and getting extremely drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so much fun. Like I don't think I've had a really good night out here since I've moved here. Like I feel like because I it's not my area. But mm. there was so many people out. It was vibey. Um, so went out um, and then got poured on as I was walking home. And then, yeah, Sunday was a was kind of a bit of a write-off because I was so hungover. And the rain, mm-hmm. honestly, not going to lie, mental health hasn't been great this past week just because yeah. of the rain. Like I can't get out of the house and that's like – that, that mm-hmm. just like – does things for my mental health. I think Going a lot a of people walk. feel the same with, yeah. with the weather. And it's just, oh, it, honestly, I was having, what did a day, I texted you saying on uh, the Monday. Need a little pep. I said, hi, I need a little pep talk. Woke up really anxious, which I did. I woke up really anxious on the Monday and me and Tegan just tried to have a day of just like trying to make ourselves feel better. We went to the gym. We went and got our favourite coffee. We went and had a look at the shops. We did a sauna and we just tried to really make ourselves feel better, mm. which it worked. But, um, yeah, that was my week. I've been had a busy week of work as well. That's so, good. Yeah. Busy. Stay busy. Yes. What are you doing this weekend? This weekend, well, as I said to you earlier, my two new products that I have for Organised by Charlie, they need to be finalised. This week is the deadline. Mm-hmm. So pretty much if they're not, uh, yeah, they need to be done tomorrow. So I'll be spending today and tomorrow and hopefully not Saturday. Hopefully Very I'm done by then. What are you doing? Um, what am I doing this weekend? I'm going to Cronulla on Saturday. Tegan's Ooh. taking me to Cronulla and we're doing a boxing PT class. Um, Lovely. I know, I want to mix it up a little bit. And then I'm going to a brand event out in Cronulla as well. Um, On Friday, actually, speaking of like you doing Organised by Charlie, Liv and I have a really exciting meeting on Friday for LA. So... Uh, you'll be hearing a lot more about LA in the next pu- next couple of weeks and months. Um, next episode, potentially. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it, a little hint there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then Friday self-care night always. Mm. Um, and I think that's about it. Love that. Friday <laughs> self-care. That's just a Friday's fishbowl and, and like a face yeah. mask. Fishbowl and a face mask on Friday. That's literally, it's my routine now. Perfection. Um, what's your love this week? We haven't done this for a while. Yeah. Okay. So my love this week, Josh and I have a bit of an obsession at the moment with watching stand up comedy, like <laughs> on Netflix. And I just want to go to a sh- like stand up comedy show now. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, 
is like is it really that funny? Is it like it's hilarious? What ones do you watch? Is there certain Jim Jeffries? Jim Jeffries. Okay, he's from Sydney, but he's like living in America now, and he has like I think seven Netflix specials. Oh wow! And you've watched all of them, or yeah, 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 yeah. I think we're up to like six. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna have to get on to that because I've been trying to find a Netflix series to start again because like I've just finished like one and I on Sunday started about 10 and didn't mm. like any of them oh but you know when you start it you're like no nah, I feel like nah. a lot of them though they take a good couple of episodes to get into yeah um what is your love um my love this week I don't know if I'm late to the party or whatever I mean I love watching YouTube like mm. I'm a huge like I'll watch that over like Netflix or something really yeah. I'm the opposite yeah I, I just love it and I've recently started loving Saffron Barker and I know she's huge. She's a UK YouTuber, but I've only just come across her. So I've been binging all her um, her videos and I'm just obsessed with her. I'm obsessed with people that are living in LA and UK and like have such a different life to us. Mm. I'm like, because yeah. it's, it's their summer over there at the moment. And oh, so I'm just like living through everyone. Yeah. Oh, and we won't even talk about the fact that everyone is in Europe right now. <sighs> Every time I wake up in the morning, it, because it's like their like day time all my stories are just like europe the beach so i'm like oh. you know where i really want to go in italy it's the restaurant that's in the cave yeah see i've seen everyone go there but i've also seen everyone say like i know so have it's I. not worth the like the the atmosphere and the location just is beautiful but that's what you're paying for not the food or the service or anything i've like seen that. that too but i still want to go you would <laughs> uh, i know maybe we should go um okay let's um go into before we get into like our tips on getting back into health and fitness all of that kind of stuff let's give a run the people a rundown on what happened with Bambi um just so we can yeah like for any mums out there can you know um learn a, a thing or two yeah and I know a lot of people were concerned yeah. Um, so, so basically, uh, it was a Friday night and, um, I noticed, oh, I probably do need to mention, and I was tossing up whether to mention this or not, because for a couple of reasons, I didn't, I don't want to scare anyone away from it. And secondly, I was worried about being judged about this. So Bambi actually started daycare. Um, yeah. And she went the Wednesday, Thursday. Um, mm-hmm. She was just going to go two days a week. We felt like she really, really loves interacting with other kids. We checked out a lot of daycares and didn't love them. And then a spot at this amazing daycare became available. We thought it was mm-hmm. a sign. So You were tossing up for ages and like you were discussing with up. me for ages. It wasn't like something that you just decided yeah, on. Yeah, for months and months. And she got into other ones and it didn't feel right. And then this one, they are unbelievable with their curriculum and the actual like facility itself. Yeah, we were really excited to get her in there. So excited. And yeah, we did like a tour and everything. And she was just so happy around other kids and all the different things that they had there. So we made the decision that we thought it was best that she went. Um, Also, just so I can, I, I have two businesses we have this podcast um just to give me you know the days to work yeah um so off she went uh Wednesday Thursday passed she had an absolute ball um I even texted Josh on the Friday saying oh my gosh daycare was the best thing we ever did yeah um she like she started waving and and she just seemed so much more stimulated and content because you know she was getting stimulated at at daycare 
So we were so happy with it. And then Friday night came and she was just not acting herself. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just being a bit funny and then she felt a little bit warm. Anyhow, without thinking too much into it, I put her to bed and then in the middle of the night I woke up and I just still felt a bit funny. So I went in and checked on her and she had a temperature. So I gave her some either Panadol or Nurofen, whatever it was, and I actually sort of like set up a little bed, like a pillow and a blanket and laid next to her bed for the rest of the night. And just every, you know, half an hour, I just kept checking her to see if she was getting hotter or anything. Yeah. Um, so her temperature went down a bit, but then, so that was at midnight. And then by like 4am, it was spiking higher and higher. And being a first time mum and not feeling 100% confident, um, with what to do from there. It would be terrifying. Like, you yeah. just, like, you have no idea. Yeah. And I couldn't even imagine. So, so Josh and I, we made the decision, you know, we'd rather be safe than sorry. So, we took her up to the hospital. After examining her, they um, pretty much just said she has a virus. You know, head home, monitor her, also regulate her temperatures with Panadol and Nurofen. And, um, yeah, just be on top of it. So, we did that. And over the next couple of days... Not only did she still have the fevers like 24-7, but obviously we managed them so they weren't going, you know, over 40 degrees. Um, She started having a little bit of a cough, a runny nose. And over the next couple of days, there was just more and more congestion. Yeah. And she was starting to be in a lot of pain. So I took her back up to the hospital again. I... I used to, I sometimes think, oh, I don't want to be that person that's the helicopter mum that's taking her up to the hospital. And then, honestly, mother's intuition. And I I remember you kept texting me and you were like, she's still not not right and you just need to trust your gut. And I know a lot of nurses and doctors are always like, just bring them in. Like, it's better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. And you stuck to your guns. Yeah. And I just remember telling myself, no, like, if... Like, just put my own ego aside of being embarrassed about taking over something small and just go. Um, So, I did pretty much this time we had to wait four hours. She was in a lot of pain um, and, like, obviously I'm holding her the whole time. She's kind of dozing in and out of sleep. It's unbearable to see a child like that. Yeah. And after we finally got in to see them, they pretty much said the same diagnosis. She has a virus. There's a lot of kids who have viruses at the moment. Everyone's Um, sick in general, like not just kids. Like there's so many like flus, that nasty flus going around that everyone's getting. So yeah. Um, So they basically were just like, and mind you, like the hospitals and doctors, they're so over understaffed and over capacity at the moment. So they really don't want to admit anyone unless it's absolutely necessary at Mm -hmm. the moment. So we got sent home again and they just said, you know, after seven days, she should you know, be showing signs of improvement. So we left a few more days and just every day it was just the worst thing ever because we'd wake up you know, really, really hoping to see a sign of improvement mm-hmm. and she was just in agony. Um, you know, I'd be sleeping on her floor if we weren't at the ho- – like going to the hospital and, and yeah, it was honestly just the worst time. Um, then Josh and I both started getting sick. Yeah, you guys were like on your own deathbeds as well yeah. and then having to look after Ben – not having to look after yeah, Ben, but, but like you're obviously so worried about your yeah. child. You're putting your own health on the back foot and I – remember seeing you when I dropped off yeah, the, those, dropped off I dropped off some like snacks and stuff for package. them 
And you just walked and like, no offense, but you, you like, look like shit. Yeah, you're like, you look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm really sick. But in that, um, on that day, you're like, Bambi seems to be yeah. a little, getting a little bit better. Yeah. And you guys were deteriorating. Yeah. So we, when we got sick, we, my parents would come and pick Bambi up in the morning. Cause she's, I don't know, she seemed like she was getting better. They take her to their house and kind of look after her and keep her inside but away from us who were also sick like you know I know we're all got the same germs but just so we could try and rest so we can look after her um and yeah it seemed like she was getting better I don't know if she like was showing signs of improvement or if we were just like hoping so like we were just thinking that um but even more days passed and she she started taking another turn um there I was actually booked into our local GP on one day at say lunchtime and about an hour before I was with my dad because I was like so stressed looking after her myself because I she was in so much pain I needed someone there for moral support and I was with dad and I was just like I I, I don't know I think she's so too bad to go to a doctor I need to go straight to the hospital so I cancelled that and just went straight to the hospital I remember he drove us and I sat in the back with her and she's in agony like yelping in pain I'm bawling my eyes yeah, out in the honestly, car honestly I I could not even imagine I have goosebumps now because I just like you just don't know like you've t- taken her to the hospital twice and they've sent yeah, you this, home this twice is the third time and at this point you're like am I like is this in my head am I being yeah. overprotective but like your mother's intuition I'm mm-hmm. telling you and you did the right thing 100%. So it had, it had been like over a week now and she'd been sick in agony fevers for the whole time non-stop there wasn't a time where she was a normal temperature. Um and mind you she'd been on Panadol and Nurofen to- like swapping between the two so I'm like oh my gosh is that even okay? Um so I took her I remember just like every like when I was getting triaged with her even just answering questions, I was so emotional that I was like crying answering yeah. them because I was just like, please, please, please help us. Yeah. Like, you were just please, desperate. Please like, don't send us away like, again. Yeah. I, I'm scared. You can to go see home the emotion in Charlie's face right now. And like, <laughs> are you going to make me cry? And she's going to cry. But like, I remember I just remember the messages I was getting from you at this time. And I like Charlie is a really positive person. Like a very mm. positive, um, like. It, if you listen to the podcast, you'll know which one of us has the mental health problems. <laughs> and she was like defeated. Like I was she so was, defeated. she was like a sh- a shell of a human. Really, mm. like she just wanted all she wanted was for Bambi to get better. And she was. I was honestly really worried about you and your mental health. You even said to me, "I don't see a light at this end of this tunnel. Mm. Nothing's." Like, and I know this sounds dramatic because it has only been a week, but seeing your little baby in agony no one for that can, long. No one can appreciate that unless you're in the shoes. Like not even me, even seeing you like that, I was still like, and I'm sure mums out there will completely understand where you're coming from. Mm. But yeah, so what happened from there? So um, this was the... Third or third time. Yeah. Um, third time. And, yeah, so my dad dropped us because also it's, like, so hard to park. So, like, having her in the back in agony, mm. trying to look for parks all the other times. Like, uh, my dad was, like, I'm dropping you this time. Um, And I remember, th- again, this was another four-hour wait. Like, and that, like, wait 
was the worst wait of my whole life. She was yelping in agony. The only kid in the waiting room that's yelping in agony. And I remember like, okay, so I'm like, if, you know, my food's wrong at a restaurant, I'll just eat it. Yeah. I hate causing a scene. I, I'll never be that yeah, person. Yeah, you're not. And I remember all. I was like pepping myself up to go up to the nurses and again, being like, please, 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 can you just take her through? Like, yeah. and I don't, I never wanted to be that mum that's like, my kid's sicker than everyone else's, yeah. please take her in. But I, I was, I was yeah. like, please, she's so sick. There's no one here yelping in pain. And I'm not saying that, because she's yelping in pain, she's the sickest, but I can't have her slumped in my arms for, yeah. I've been four hours. Yeah. And yeah, they pretty much just said, you know, they take the sickest kids first or otherwise it's just in order. And I remember I went outside and she's still in my arms, like in and out of consciousness. Like, oh my God. Like, oh, a lot of these <sighs> details I'm hearing for the first time too, because yeah. like we haven't really, but I have like goosebumps. And I called Josh. I said, you need to come. So it's one parent as well, I forgot mm. to say. Oh, wow. Um, and I said, you need to come here. Like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm going to have a breakdown because they're like, I just can't see her yeah. in this pain. So he came and then as he arrived, um, they were calling her in. And, oh, by the way, this isn't in to be admitted. This is just in to be seen by a doctor. A doctor, yeah. Um, so they actually nicely turned a blind eye and let Josh and I both go in which is good because like when they're giving her medications and testing and doing all these testings and stuff and she's so unwell it was very irritating for her so like one person had to hold her one person had to try and help them and stuff so I was very um, grateful that they allowed us both in for that and then after about an hour of testing they said again she has a virus Here's some numbing gel for her throat and just keep up with the Panadol. Uh, viruses are usually, you know, 10 days max. So we were about eight days then. They yeah. said in two days she'll be better. Okay. So that was reassuring to us. Um, so we were just like, okay, let's just go home. Two days she's going to be better, you know. And then we went home. Obviously two days passed. She's not better and... I had booked in after we left the hospital. I booked in with our GP again, who I really, really trust, um, and just wanted her opinion. I thought even if she is better in two days, I still want to have that appointment. Yeah. It's so hard to get into doctors at the moment. So, you know, if worse comes to worse, I have to cancel and pay. I couldn't care less yeah. at this stage. Um, so that the two days later, I had the doctor's appointment, and she had just det- she was just deteriorating, and. Again, like my mind, I'm like, we don't even need to go to the doctors. She needs to go straight to the hospital. But I was too scared of getting turned away again, you know. I wanted a second opinion. This is literally the fourth time as The well. fourth time. So as soon as I walked into our local GP who, you know, knows me, knows Bambi, um, she picked up the phone straight away. She called the hospital and said... I have a baby who needs to be admitted immediately. She did her temperature. It was over 40. She was vomiting in the, like, doctor's room. Um, She was just out of it. Um, And, yeah, then she also typed up a letter pretty much begging them, like, saying, you have to admit this child. She's so, so sick. Wow, good on her, though. Um, Wow. Yeah, so I went straight to the hospital after that. Um, and luckily they obviously took, saw how unwell she was. She got triaged straight away. They took her in, 
Um, and they started doing lots of tests, like all the tests you can possibly do. Um, Josh came up as well, which was good. So after a few hours, we got taken to a, uh, like our room and everything. And then the next day, they the like head doctor came in and said that she had pneumonia and six viruses. So when you told me that, I was like, pardon. Yeah. Like this little, like you guys haven't obviously met Bambi, but like this little girl is tiny. She's tiny. And like for her to be mm. battling all of that. Yeah. So the six viruses that she had were rhinovirus, human parainfluenza virus, RSV, adenovirus, viral conjunctivitis and coronavirus type OC43. Now that isn't COVID-19, it's a coronavirus that's it's been a around different for type. years. Yeah. But... Yeah, so basically her little body just could not fight all of these viruses. So she had, you know, bacteria on both lungs, known as pneumonia. Yeah. Um, And basically, you know, the scariest thing is if we didn't go there when we did. If you didn't stick to your intuition. we, yeah, yeah, didn't, you know, stick to our gut, this story could have ended so So, differently. And it's weird because Josh had texted me and he said... Bambi has pneumonia and mind you I this we had no idea and I said oh okay like Dr Google like you know yeah. that's so dramatic yeah and he was like right the whole time oh I just like it makes me feel a little bit sick yeah and like we're obviously so grateful that like she is mm-hmm. okay and yeah. like we just want to preface she is okay she is completely fine now um, um but it could have been so much worse mm-hmm. and I hope this helps some mothers out there yeah. for the signs the symptoms and to always better safe than sorry even if you feel like the biggest idiot in the world yes. like put your pride aside like you said and just peace of mind knowing that Mm. your baby is okay triple check yeah and yeah I think this serves as a great warning for for mums and of course I'm not blaming the hospital or anything they are so understaffed you know you've got to feel for them there's so many people sick they they literally cannot take on more people unless it's absolutely necessary and you know as as they assessed her each time it wasn't absolutely necessary until the end so you know, the the main thing from this story is, you know, trust yourself. You know your baby more than anyone mm-hmm. and, you know, just just keep going back and, and get second opinions. Um, and, yeah, um, I'm just so proud of how, how you handled everything. Honestly, like from – like I said, I was really worried about you and I don't think I ever told you that specifically until everything was okay and I started getting the photos of Bambi getting better and like there was a bit Wasn't of positivity back in the chat. I remember you chat. me like wow it's so good to hear you positive again. Yeah. So oh yeah so so I probably should have added we were in hospital for a few days they put her on a drip um because she was really dehydrated yeah. she was having one wet nappy in 24 hour periods um and yeah antibiotics and honestly and then we got to do antibiotics at home because it was terrible sleeping in the hospital. So we we're glad we could move at home. Um, and she is a million bucks now. Um, like we said, she actually looks, not is, looks great, but <laughs> like like her personality is yeah. just like if, from when I saw her last, which is obviously before she was sick to now. Yeah. She's such a bubbly, like 
Yeah. And she was such a happy girl before, but no, it's like she, now there's like – She has no an aura about her. <laughs> um, but another thing I want to add in terms of daycare. So we did end up – this is the first – the first hospital admission we actually pulled her out of daycare yeah um i think seeing her so sick i just wanted to just take a minute you know i just i just wanted to say that um and charlie's been really hard you've been really hard on yourself about the whole daycare thing and and like i know your doctor even said a lot of kids go to daycare to get their immunity up and Mm. so they can fight viruses and obviously you're going to get sick at daycare it's just how it is and I know you were so hard on yourself but Mm. honestly like you did like not that I'm a mum and I'm telling you you did nothing wrong but like I'm sure there's so many mums out there that will like completely tell you the same thing and I just like and I don't want to scare any mums saying, oh, your child's going to end up in hospital from daycare because that's not the case. No. I think there was a couple of factors. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. You know, middle of flu season. And also she's a really tiny she's girl. She's tiny. Yeah. Um, so we would definitely reassess daycare because there were so many pros. Oh, 100%. And definitely something it, you can revisit. It was amazing for her development. I think just we need to take a minute while there's so many viruses and flus going yeah. around and potentially reassess, you know, in warmer yeah, times. She's a bit susceptible to it now because her immunity would be down. But that is is that that's that's the whole that's, that's the update with Bambi. I ha I feel like oh my, I've got I shivers um all up me. But um yeah, that's what happened. I hope that helps. Even just one mum out there or I mean, if you have kids in the future like honestly I think it'll be just be like so helpful even me like I just learned so much then yeah and yeah but um you're gonna know so much when I'm going to be (laughs) the best mum ever (laughs) just purely from Charlie honestly um but yeah okay so should we get into I don't know how to like move on from that because like that feels like like a really huge topic and I don't want to like like no, no, no. Skim just, over that. Well, I guess it's the catalyst yeah. for why we're getting back into our health and fitness. I think more than ever, getting my family's health, immunity down yeah. pat, you know, and just being out, being our best like selves. inner health? Inner health. Inner, inner health is what we're focusing on. Exactly. Um, and again, going through, you know, something quite scary like that and, and thinking things could end differently. Um. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I honestly don't know how you have kept it together this whole time. Um, I think I'm just a lot more appreciative of what, you know, we do have. So And what health means. And I, what health means. And, you know, just to to freaking live life to the fullest. Yeah. Just, oh, I just swore on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's I think I think that's warranted. I think that's warranted. Okay, so we have – I'm going to let Charlie collect herself there for a little bit because you're going to make me cry if I keep looking at you. <laughs> um, so we have like a couple of like subheadings of what we think um, is incorporated into getting back into your health and fitness. There's a few different components. And our first one that we have is routine. Yes. Now, Charlie, routine I'm- queen. I am all for routine and the couple of weeks that we were in and out of hospital, I had no routine and yeah. I think that really affected me. Oh, it would have. And I hate not being in routine. I'm so routine focused now. And like I said, this weather just throws everything out of whack. Um, and you guys coming back from all of that, it's just like it, it shows when you're not in routine. You can yeah. feel it. Yeah. 
So basically write a realistic routine. Don't write all this stuff that you're not going to do and yeah. then you'll feel shit because you haven't done it. Yeah, don't ex- like set really high expectations of yourself on Sunday. Be like, this is going to be the best week ever. I'm doing all this, especially if you're just getting back into your like mm. health and fitness and your wellness and your all of that. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to go and do seven gym classes this week yes. and just not realistic doll yeah no and you're, just, you're, you're setting yourself up for disappointment <laughs> so um yeah write out a realistic routine and schedule for the week and also allow yourself time so scheduling time for your your exercise but yep. also self-care and rest mm. that would have sounded nice in the earphones <laughs> rest <laughs> rest is so important and I think I've only really realized this like recently, I think I used to be like, I want to go to, I'm going to go to a gym class every single day. Don't need a rest day. Like I'm just, that's just me. I'm just going to do that. And recently I have been like, okay, I'm going to do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I might just go for a big walk. And then Thursday, Friday, if I want to, I'm just like listening to my body. I started at a new gym this week. Um, Oh, I like did a different class to what I usually do, which is like hit and a bit of strength. And I haven't done strength in so long. Mm-hmm. Did that Monday, Tuesday. Was supposed to go to a Pilates class on Wednesday. I was like, no, my body is sore. I'm going to give it a rest. And then today I went to Pilates, which is Thursday. And I feel much better for the rest. So realistically, how many sessions of exercise do you do a week? In the past like month or whatever, it's only been like two or three. Yeah, see, that's realistic for me. Yeah, exactly. And that has been realistic for me. And sometimes it's two. And these aren't. Like these were just Pilates, like Matt Pilates sessions. These weren't like, yeah. I know you go to the gym and do like Well, that's what I was going to say. Um, it differs for everyone. You're a bit more of a wholesome exerciser, I'd say. Yeah, I just think my body doesn't respond well to really, like I've tried it. I've done mm. the heavy lifting. I've loved it for a bit, but I think I've found what works for me and that's like Pilates walking and then I love doing like hit sessions and getting sweaty and stuff as well like I love cardio and all that kind of stuff I know a lot of some people don't but so get me to that squat rack yes where I'm at see no I couldn't (laughs) (laughs) and you are good and that's why you know you're a lot stronger than me but uh. (laughs) um but yeah just just be realistic but pre-mum life I would go to the gym five, six times a week and that's just not my life anymore and that's okay. So figure out what's going to work for you. And allow things to change as well. Have fluidity in like what you do. That was a good word. Wow. (laughs) That's just rolled off the tongue like that. That sounded nice. (laughs) Uh, In what you do and um, also uh, I don't know if this goes into routine but – um, training and for women especially training around your menstrual cycle and like along with your body like mm-hmm. the cycle that you're in as well plays a big part in like because I know some weeks you just want to like go smash it out and mm-hmm. other weeks you could not you have no well, motivation. I've never looked into that. I just actually recently listened to a podcast um, Cats Out of the Bag um, and she has a I think it's Hannah Maloney and she has a online app and it's just it's an online platform to tell you about how to train around your cycle and what exercise you should be doing in, in different um, stages of your cycle because oh, there's wow. so much like 
it affects you so much. So, I mean, that's a little tip if anyone wants to look into that because yeah. that plays a huge part of it. And you and then you won't get so down in yourself when you have that no motivation week, but it's like, oh, well, I'm about to get my period or I'm about to whatever. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah, you're not like, oh, oh why yeah. am I so lazy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then another thing that, you know, you've said, which I love – is enjoy the week. Yeah. Not weekends. Yeah, don't live for the weekend. Don't live for the weekend. And I think this is this is probably a struggle for everyone yeah. at, at some stage or another. And I think, you know, you, if you're not loving your job, potentially you're living for the weekend. Yeah. Would you agree? I 100% agree. And I know it's like easy for us to say, like, if you're not loving your job, then kind of yeah. like do something about it. But it's not, that's not easy for everyone Mm -hmm. and I just think creating those habits and the routine Mm -hmm. in your week that that you know make you enjoy your weeks more like the Mm self-care and the um going on a walk in the morning or going to the gym before you go to work or having a your yummy meal for lunch like just things like that that help you enjoy your week weekdays more one thing that I do to enjoy my weekdays more is on a Sunday afternoon when I do my Sunday, set me up Sunday, I actually prepare all my veggies and, and stuff for the week. And a lot of my dinners are just protein and veggies. veggies so yeah, I same. just put my protein, sprinkle my veggies that I've already cut, pop it in the oven. Yeah. And then it, it's really quick. So I'm not like in this monotonous routine of, you know, working, come home, bed bath cook dinner I can actually enjoy the afternoons and and be present you know Mm -hmm. with Josh and Bambi whatever we're doing yeah so that's a little tip a little tip especially yeah like if you're not time poor but like Mm. you are restricted in your time like see me I enjoy cooking dinner at night every night because it like I I actually really enjoy it and I don't exactly (laughs) and I don't have a baby that I have to go bed bath and I just have to bed and bath myself (laughs) (laughs) so just whatever works for you I think is is whatever routine works for you then get that down pat that's the first thing I would say to getting back into it yep um next my next is and we've said it once we've said Said it it twice (laughs) say it again (laughs) Friday self-care yes get your Friday self-care even if it's not Friday if you go out and have drinks and dinner on Fridays make it Thursday just pick a day or even even just do an hour before you go out yeah whatever your self-care is you know we're not saying face mask and bath even though we kind of are yeah (laughs) but just do something for yourself for an hour on Friday yeah um um this so this is under the next thing which is like self-care mental health and like all of that kind of stuff Friday self-care or whatever day or whatever I've done like a I've made like a pact to myself I've got a few goals for June or wait sorry July (laughs) that we're in because mid-year I feel like I need to get back on track with everything um and one of them is doing one appointment or something a week that's self-care related um Mm. that's for wellness so for me I love a sauna you everyone would know that um really yeah (laughs) yeah, believe it or not and that's my thing um go for a massage um anything do some yoga oh if you can afford a massage once a week yeah you are balling (laughs) yeah see I'm not a massager so I don't really know how much actually massages are so expensive these days they're like a hundred dollars and actually a little tip class pass here yeah do you know what it is it's like so you can you're like it's like having a gym membership, but to all these different places, a gym and wellness, and you can just book online and you just 
pop into like a gym class where you say, I'm going to boxing this week. I wish that was my love this week, actually. I want to change <laughs> <Damn>. mine <laughs> because that per- fits in perfectly to this. It's like, I want to go do some boxing. So you go to a boxing class or I want to go and do a Pilates class. So you book into a Pilates class and there's so many places that are connected to class, pla- class oh. pass and it works off credit. Say that five times. I know, I'm <laughs> fucking frazzled. <laughs> and um, they also do... There's places that do saunas and massages. Oh, and right, so that's a more affordable way yeah. to kind of have your wellness. And and to able to have like variety, variety of what you do. Yeah. I think that's – I'm taking it back. That's my love this week. Yeah, let's go back. <laughs> um, And then, of course, you know, our one and only Set Me Up Sunday. Yeah. Set yourself up for the week. I know well, for me personally Sunday is, you know, family, relaxed time. But all I need is a couple of hours in the afternoon yeah, just to do a few things that will make my week easier. And I guarantee you actually won't regret it. I'm being so – I feel like I've, I'm way more selfish with my time now. Like mm. I have my non-negotiables, which is my Friday self-care. Some people ask me to hang out on Friday. I'm like, nah. Oh, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> Schedule is very busy. <laughs> and then Sundays – I'm always I've got a routine and like you said I think I've learned this more from you as well um it's just having that just to set yourself up for the week Mm. so you not have those like Sunday scaries (laughs) (laughs) and also you obviously being self-employed yeah I feel like if you don't have structure in your week you could watch Netflix all week yeah I could which and and I I mean yeah, so I need to be accountable myself with setting my my work up and everything. Mm. And obviously, I still I like. Have I feel like your office has done that a little bit. Oh, and I'm so motivated to get into my office. I'm in my office like mm. nonstop until like the sun goes down. I'm still in there, and I just love being in there. It makes me like motivated to do things and having my own space. And yeah, I just think scheduling like your week on the Mm. Sunday and like what you've got on it gets you excited and motivated and you know what else gets me really excited I'm going to show you when we go back into my office your monthly calendar with all my color coding I have that like I'm religious with that and all my colors and I just love seeing (laughs) that is hot um that is like I just love seeing my week and mm. I have like what content I have due when I have to my deadlines, events I have on, um, work for like PR and stuff that I do for brands um, yeah. and all that kind of stuff all in there and it just makes me feel so organised and then I do my daily planner every day. So if you don't have organised by Charlie, <laughs> then you really need to get on to that. Come on, how are you getting everything done? I how do are you know. listening to this podcast without getting it? <laughs> Um, now let's chat about our physical health. Now, yes. as we always say, and I'm going going to mention again, physical health, we're not, you know, we, we're never appearance-based. It's all about feeling, you know, good within. Yeah. And we say this a lot. Um, but in saying that, one of my personal goals is to go to the gym three to four times a week. Mm-hmm. And is this just to your gym that you just... Yes, I only have one one membership, believe it or not. <laughs> I only have one membership too, but I, yeah, so, but does this include like just strength or like... So when I go to the gym, yeah. I usually do uh, cardio and weights. Yeah. So I either run or stair climber. Yeah. Um, and mind you, I do, I do about 10 minutes oh, and I'm absolutely exhausted. 10 minutes on the stair, whatever it's oh. caught is like torture. Yeah, but like, I really want to get back into running before... 
I think up until I was 20 weeks pregnant, I was running. Yeah. Because before I fell pregnant, I was running a lot and the endorphins. Same. Wow. I'm not a runner. Well, actually, I used to be when I was younger, I was a little cross-country runner. But I, it was in lockdown. I started running Me because too. it was because all the gyms were closed. And I, the endorphins afterwards, yeah. night running as well. I love night running. I don't know because oh, I I'm hate a bit scared. Well, I hate people like no, like on like a busy area, oh. not like just like on the streets, like <laughs> the back streets. But like I, well, I don't like in the day. Like people are looking at you, like running past and stuff. <laughs> But um, running on the treadmill, obviously, as well. Yeah. But so, um, yeah. So you, but do you listen to your body? Say if you're waking up one morning this and you're morning, like, yeah, my alarm went and off you at had five. like, you're like, oh, I'm going to do a big bum session this morning, big strength yeah. session, and you were not feeling it, then what would you do? Oh, I, do you push I don't pre plan what I'm doing. It's okay. just, yeah. but I just kind of alternate between yeah. upper body and legs. But this morning, we were we were up a couple of times last night. Yeah. Um, and my alarm went off at five to go to the gym. And I said, see you later. Yeah. I am going back to bed. Mm. So, I mean, and that's I think fine. I listened to, I listened to a lot of podcasts, guys. I listened to one this week and it said, um, sometimes like, Say your alarm went off at 5am and you're like, I'm supposed to be going to the gym now. I didn't have a great sleep. It's mm. either what's going to benefit me more in the day. Yes. Either getting some sleep so I'm on top of like my day yeah. or going to the gym and potentially burning myself out. Mm. But then on the other aspect, someone yeah. that's like me, my alarm goes off at 6am. I had a great sleep, but I'm just don't want to get up. You're just being what, lazy. I'm just being lazy. What's going to benefit me? Either yeah. getting up and going to the gym and getting those endorphins and feeling good, which is what I did at the start of the week with Tegan. Didn't want to get up, but I got up and I felt mm-hmm. amazing. Or having that extra hour of sleep and then waking up sluggish and That's all so that. good. I think when my alarm goes off and I have that mental battle like I do every yeah. single morning, I'm actually going to, you know, okay, what's going to benefit me more? Yeah. Usually I'm just like... I'm just lazy and I yeah. want to get out of bed. <laughs> and that's when discipline comes into it. Not mm. discipline, like you have to get no, up and go to the gym. Yeah. But it's like the creating those habits is what's going to um, implement that routine for you. And it becomes... It does get easier. Yeah, it gets so it much easier. It becomes a habit. You yeah. 30 days to build a habit. Yeah. So I think always ask yourself, what's going to benefit me more today? Is it the sleep? And sometimes it is the sleep and you're going to need the sleep. Mm. Or is it getting up and getting those endorphins? Lovely. Tips by Abby. <laughs> um, now, the next thing I would like to talk about is vitamins. And before I even start anything about vitamins, I want to mention that I know it can be kind of overwhelming. There's so 100%. many vitamins on the market. Some people are taking seven a day and you're like, what do I actually need to be taking? Do I need to be taking anything? And nobody can answer that for you other than yourself. Every single person is different. Abby and I, uh, we take like I take two. Do you take two? I take um, like two two brands. Two, two <laughs> I, brands. T- I take um, uh, three JS Health. No, three JS Health ones mm-hmm. in the morning. So these are all on my desk in my office. So as soon as I um go do my morning workout or whatever, come make my coffee, come into the office, I take these. And so the first one is Seed, which we both take. Sorry, I just skipped over JS Health, but Seed, which is what we both take and we both started on that. It's a probiotic. It's a probiotic plus prebiotic. So it's a daily symbiotic. Yeah. Um, And I have nothing but good things to Uh, say about this brand. It's scientifically backed. This is not sponsored or anything, by the way. We got both centre in PR and we... 
I like, and um, I know I get asked so much about my gut health and this is a massive, massive part of my getting back into health and fitness because my gut health has really slacked off. Like it's, mm. it's flared up again and it's really affecting me. This has helped so much. This and yeah, I have... you've noticed a difference? Yeah, and um, and yeah, I don't want to get into it too much, but like it's helping my digestion yeah. a lot and also... More regular. Yes, um... <laughs> just at all (laughs) at this point (laughs) okay so everybody knows abby has you know had some serious gut issues yes um but basically one thing i want to add about this brand is so i received the delivery and i would never post anything so i unless i obviously looked into it i started taking i've had it for about a month and a half now still haven't shared anything because I actually recently did a course so I was looking into the brand and if you want to sort of promote them and be a partner with them you have to do it's about an hour it's a one hour course and then take an exam so I recently did that (laughs) when Charlie (laughs) told me this I was like you are the biggest overachiever well I wanted to know what I was putting in my body and I wanted to know the benefits and I am so glad I did it. Um, But more importantly, I think it's pretty amazing that this brand does that. They don't want misinformation spread. They they don't want people promoting it that don't actually know about the product and that they're not actually interested enough to spend an hour to learn about it. And this honestly sounds like an ad, but it's not. Like we just really (laughs) – like this is not an ad. We're actually just like I'm loving it and I – I'm going to share that on my stories and stuff organically. I'm not getting paid. I've just been gifted it. But I really love it. Seed, S-E-E-D. It's just those, um, the green little yeah. tablets and um, loving them. No, So far, so good. I think I'm about halfway through my like uh, dose. Tub, tub. Yeah, tub. So the, I think it's a month in each. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on my second one. Um and then also Good I things. take, sorry to get back onto it, <laughs> JS Health, um, the hair and energy detox and deep bloat and skin and digestion. Um, I definitely take the hair and energy and detox and deep bloat every morning, skin and digestion sometimes, but because I've been taking the seed ones, I don't want to like overcomplicate yeah, things, exactly. which is what a lot of people can do. I think finding what works for you. You and don't not, need to take seven vitamins. No. Find the ones you love. Yes. And also at night, I always um, chew on two vitamin C tablets because they're actually really yummy, mm. like a little lolly. And because of all this sickness going Abby's around... at 10 years old. Yeah, <laughs> I am. All this sickness going around at the moment, um, really good for like your immunity yeah. and stuff. So the other one that I take, so I take seed as well and is Armour Force. That's I don't take it all year round. I'm pretty sure it's like 60 something. Yeah, uh, but it's little. so good for this time of the so year. So I just take it, you know, if I'm starting to feel a little bit unwell or, you know, it's flu season. Um, but other than that... I do not overcomplicate things. Yep. Alrighty. Um, I want to chat. Less is more. Less is more. I want to chat about uh, food and water. Yeah. Let's start with water. Drink water. (laughs) Drink water. No. I need to be better with this. Yeah. I notice a massive difference when I drink water. You know, I'm not getting headaches. Your skin clears up as well. Yeah, this is all basic stuff. Everyone knows it but they just forget about it sometimes. I think it's, yeah, and that's why I bought this. I'm literally staring at it. I bought a new bottle the other day because, um, yes, Frank Green bottle, everyone's got one. Um, <laughs> but I had one and then I just wanted to get a new one. I need to prompt myself to drink mm. more water. Yeah. And um, 
I especially in this I think in summer I drink heaps of water because I'm hot and I'm always like yeah. it's refreshing More, but in winter it's yeah. freezing to drink water like do you know what I mean like it kind of can make you yeah. internally cold yeah. and so I just think but can I notice something really weird yeah I drink room temperature water. Same. <laughs> okay. No, no, okay. no. Right now I do. In People summer, think that's weird. in summer I love cold water, but at yeah. the moment I can't stomach it. It just it makes me freezing. Mm. Um, but yes, drinking water. They say I try and aim for two liters a day, which yes. you probably should be drinking more. Like, I'm two to three. Yeah, I try for two. I just realistically I try to do two bottles of these Frank Green one liter yeah. ones a day. Try my hardest. But I also, yeah, a big a, a big um, tip I have is I t- have my water through other things in the day as well. So I have um, bone broth. This is um, something for my gut. I've started using it in the past couple of weeks. It's just a bone broth like paste and I put it in like with hot water, like boiling water. And it's like a, it tastes like chicken soup or vegetable soup mm-hmm. or something. And it's so good for your gut, especially on an empty stomach in the morning. And I've noticed such a different that difference that with the seed um probiotics prebiotics it's honestly helped my gut so much and I get asked so much about like gut tips and we'll we'll do a whole gut health episode um but that has helped so much after coming back from Hawaii and my skin was my skin's been breaking out because I was eating dairy in Hawaii because I didn't have a lot of options and my gut issues were flaring up so bone broth another way to get water in and I also um have a greens powder that I have as well and put it in water with collagen um that's just kind of and that's just like drinking more water but in a yummier way yeah I guess but you know that's a few tips tea as well oh I have so many teas yeah um now let's chat about food Mm. I I am not gonna lie I've been struggling with food lately I have not been eating healthy I've just been eating conveniently yeah We've been getting a lot of takeaway, um, not during the week, but like on the weekends. Um, I think when we had that hospital episode, I think I had McDonald's about three times and loved it. Um, (laughs) But basically, I'm a massive eater. Like I eat massive portions um, and I know that that's what my body needs. I can never reduce my portion size. The only thing I can do is, um, you know, be a bit smarter with, what I what Focus I choose more to, on whole foods. Yeah, on whole food. 80-20 rule. Yeah, 80-20. Um, I can never cut out chocolate. I love dairy milk chocolate. It's just I know that that's you know my body needs that, and and I feel as much as as much as your body needs the whole foods, it also needs the soul foods. Yeah, the soul. F- yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I will never sort of cut back. I, I personally would just choose to try and again incorporate more whole foods yeah so that's something i'm going to be focusing on um and just yeah trying to eat when you're a mum, like you're so focused on okay when does my baby need to eat you know that there is times where then when it's my turn to eat i'm just like whatever i can make quickly yeah you know so you put it on the back foot and i have heard that from other mums and like watching youtube and stuff of mums they always say like i'm just snacking whenever i can or whatever i'll eat like you know so i think that's huge is um you know prioritizing what you're eating as well as what bambi's eating yes (laughs) um 
Yeah, food. I'm really focusing on whole foods again now. Um, now that I'm back into the swing of things, mm. just because I knew you were trying to incorporate different like carbs and yeah, stuff. Because I obviously am gluten free and dairy free majority of the time, but definitely gluten free. Mm. Um, always. Um, and a lot of that is I couldn't eat a lot of carbs, obviously. But I've tried to um get really good gluten free breads that yeah. are like that are like actually not just processed that are actually like have good seeds and stuff mm. in them. And I'm focusing a lot on my gut health and eating for my gut health yeah. rather than eating for any like anything else. And yeah. I think that's I'm still in the process of that and mm. you know, it's getting because better. Gosh, I would struggle not having toast yeah like like each of my meals have you know a wrap or toast yeah some sort 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 of of carb bread (laughs) yeah which which it it should um so but my body doesn't digest it that well so I have to be really careful with like how like I just have to implement it slowly which I'm I Honestly, this week has been a lot better than it has been for the past couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, cooking my own meals in the week, I have a rule. I'm I only I cook in the weekdays every night. I don't get takeaway. Um, I have fish bowls on Fridays, mm. <laughs> and yeah, I think focusing on just like whole foods and and that is is what I'm focusing on at the moment. Amazing. Should we jump into our pep talk? Yeah. So the pep talk this week is one that I got a couple of weeks ago when not a couple of weeks ago when Charlie was out. Um, And I really wanted to do it when you were back in because I think you could give amazing advice on it um, being a mum, obviously. So, Charlie, did you want to read it out? Yep. I'm currently working full-time, have recently launched a small business and have a three-year-old son, and I'm pregnant with my second, a little girl. Congratulations. So exciting. Um, I hope that explains why I need a pep talk, (laughs) but pretty much my focus has been on my full-time job and my three-year-old, and I have stock sitting in my house that hasn't even been launched yet, tracksuits, which we are in season four. I'm 24 years old, so I would absolutely love a pep talk to kind of get me back on track. Holy dooly, mama, you are killing it. I cannot even imagine um, throwing another baby into the mix. Into the mix. Um, and the fact that you are doing it all is unbelievable. And doing small business as well. Like, yeah. You can definitely relate to this. Yeah. Basically, just. just You're keep, doing amazing. Yeah. And, you know, when things get tough, I think this is what I do. I remind myself why I'm working, why I'm growing my businesses. I'm doing it for my family. I'm doing it for Bambi. I'm yeah, doing it so for the future. For the future, you know, I I want you know to obviously give her a really good life and and be a good role model for her. I think, especially you know in in this this time. I think it's so important and it's so lovely to see women being bosses. Yeah. Um, and I think we're in that generation. We're in I that think. generation. And good on you. Like that's just honestly amazing. And juggling all that is so hard. And I think hopefully this episode is good for you if you want to like prioritize a bit of your self-care because that's so important as well just as it is looking after your baby and your businesses but prioritizing yourself so you don't burn out and Mm. and you don't have to pour from an empty cup exactly I think yeah if you can try and schedule in your time so you know you've got your time with your son you've got your time for your business and then you've got your time to rest and and grow your little baby yeah because you yeah exactly that's the that's the most most important job I feel yeah I think yeah if you can if you can kind of schedule that out and and work out that balance 
it will make the next however long a lot easier and especially when you welcome a newborn into into your little family um but basically you were killing it yeah and we're so excited for Go you girl so, and um keep us updated on yes, the little one yes please keep us updated um well thank you guys that's it for this week's episode i know it's a bit of a long one but we're so happy to be back together again and um, recording. We have so many. Uh, we have, may have a special guest on next week or the week after. So say stay tuned. So excited for this, guys. Um, and, yeah, we're just, you know, really excited to be back and um, download the episode. Tell us if you, if you like this episode and give us feedback. We'll always welcome it. So, yeah, have a good week, guys. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Bye.